Hello and welcome to the Zurich Financial Wellbeing Podcast. My name is Neve McSweeney and I'm joined today by Zurich Financial Planner Wayne O'Neill. Today we are going to talk about personal pensions and everything you need to know to get started. We are going to keep this podcast nice and simple with easy to understand explanations for listeners on pensions, in particular personal pensions. So first up, Wayne, what is a pension and in particular a personal pension? Yes, Neve. So a pension, I suppose it's fair to say there's a perception around pensions that maybe they're complicated or complex, but really, you know, when you when you boil it down, it's essentially a long term savings plan designed to produce a fund that's there for individuals when they get to their retirement years. Now, there is some tax benefits to it. Uh, and when we say tax benefits, we mean tax relief, essentially where the government will subsidise part of the pension contribution. So thankfully, most of us are living longer and healthier lives and are likely to be more active in our retirement years. Um, so I suppose the question we need to ask ourselves is, is, is the state pension of 265 or just over 265 euros per month likely to be enough to allow us to do the things we'd like to do in our retirement? I think for most of us, the answer is probably no to that question. Um, and in relation to personal pensions specifically, they're targeted towards individuals who are self-employed or working in employment who are not members of occupational pension arrangements. You mentioned the tax relief there. Could you explain a little bit more about that? Yes. So as I mentioned, it, it, one of the main incentives of funding a pension is that there is tax relief available. So very simply for an individual who is on the higher rate of tax of 40 percent, if they contribute 100 euros to their pension, it's likely that the government will subsidise 40 euros. So the net cost to that individual would be 60 euros. Likewise, for an individual on the 20 percent tax rate, the government was, would subsidise 20 euros per 100 contributed to a pension arrangement. So it's a bit of a no-brainer, really, then, for people looking at their pension and, and saving into their pension. Exactly. Very simple comparison would be against a standard savings plan. So if you contribute 100 euros into a standard savings plan, it's going to cost you 100 euros. Whereas if you contribute that into a pension contribution, into a pension arrangement, uh, and you're on the 40% tax rate, it's likely to cost you 60 euros. Um, just then in relation to personal pensions, is is it particularly topical at this time of the year? It is. There's always been traditionally a link, a close link between the self-employed tax deadline and uh, pension provision. It's a win-win situation, really, because you have a situation where individuals who are self-employed can make a pension contribution in order to reduce or potentially reduce their tax bill and also put in place a plan to save for their retirement. And then the benefits of investing in a personal pension. I know you mentioned tax relief. Um, are there any others? Yeah, so the tax relief is obviously the main incentive for individuals to save into a pension. You do also have the benefit of what's called gross roll-up. So in simple terms, what that means is growth within a pension fund is not subject to tax. So again, in comparison to a standard savings plan where there would be a tax implication on the growth within the arrangement, under a pension plan, there's no tax on the growth within the pension structure. Also then, when the individual reaches retirement, a significant portion of the pension fund can be taken tax-free. So typically in the um, example of a personal pension, under current rules, 25% of the fund can be taken tax-free at retirement. And then is there deadlines to be mindful of? There is a deadline to be mindful of as we approach the 16th of November, which is the revenue self-employed tax deadline. So for any individuals who are looking to backdate a pension contribution to, to last year, which is 2021, 
that pension contribution would have to be made in advance of the revenue self-employed tax deadline on the 16th of November. Okay, and then are there limits to be aware of? There are age-related limits, which are um, revenue limits. So, for example, a 35-year-old can contribute 20% of their salary, and the salary is capped at 115000 um per year. So there, there are limits to be aware of, and that's something that should be discussed with your advisor. Just looking at people's attitudes to risk in terms of investing into their pension, are they suitable for different risk profiles? Like any investment product, we would go through a process at this, the setup stage where we would carry out a risk profile analysis with um, any client. Um, that allows us assess the individual's uh, particular risk profile and then allows us help to match an appropriate fund for their risk profile. So we would have funds which range from low risk up through medium risk and high risk funds. So we would go through a process to ensure that each client selects a fund which is appropriate to their particular risk profile. So these are the kind of products and solutions that Zurich offer, is it? Correct. So um, in, in the space of pensions, what we're talking about here um, at this time of year is typically a personal pension or a PRSA. And we have solutions in that space to suit all circumstances. So, for example, a personal pension can be structured with just a lump sum single premium contribution. It can be set up with a regular monthly paid contribution or a combination of both. Um, what advice um, would we offer to a potential pension client? So we would always recommend that individuals speak with their advisor. So that conversation revolves around making sure that there's a, a plan put in place that is suitable to that particular client's needs and objectives. So that ranges from which product is the most appropriate and also then, as we mentioned previously, in relation to which of our funds is the most appropriate for that particular client to be investing in. Great. Um, that sounds like you've kind of covered a lot of ground. Is there anything else that people should be mindful of? So in addition to speaking with their advisor, we would always recommend checking out the Zurich Life website. There's some really excellent information there in relation to the products available and the fund choice that we have on offer. OK, Wayne, thanks so much for that. Thanks, Neve. This financial wellbeing podcast has been prepared for general guidance on matters of interest only and does not constitute professional advice. You should not act upon the information contained in this publication without obtaining specific professional advice. No representation or warranty expressed or implied is given as to the accuracy or completeness of the information contained in this podcast and to the extent permitted by law, Zurich, its members, employees and agents accept no liability and disclaim all responsibility for the consequences of you or anyone else acting or refraining to act in reliance on the information contained in this publication or for any decision based on it. Past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. 